Figure facts for life. We just want you to be healthy. Health and happiness. If you pay attention to what goes in your body, you'll be amazed at the results. Fuel, nourish, and heal your body. Eating healthy. Well, well that's everything. Put the right fuel in. Take care of your engine. Here's Roberta Janeiro. Here's Gennaro. Roberta Janeiro. Roberta Janeiro. Welcome to Figure Facts for Life. I'm your host, Roberta Gennaro. I'm a registered dietitian with over 30 years clinical nutrition experience. I'm convinced that everybody out there needs to know how to better fuel, nourish, and heal their body for optimal health. I am committed to share this information with you. So I am bringing on health professionals, other registered dietitians, and even researchers in nutrition to share some really compelling information with you. This week is National Women's Health week. And this is our second part of a two-part series with Dr. Marco Dela Cruz of Whole Health MD. He's an integrative family health physician, meaning he's going to look at all aspects of your health, mind, body, and spirit. So I just want to welcome Dr. Marco Dela Cruz again. Thank you for having me again. Oh, no problem. Yes. Today, our focus is going to be more on hormonal imbalances. Since I am coming into that time of my my life no way. where things are changing slightly. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's women out there that want to oh, yes, know this yes. information. Mm-hmm. And then also we're going to be talking a little bit about, uh, you know, just kind of the shift from being a woman in her fertile years and, and how imbalances in the hormones in your younger years can impact your health, as well as when you start moving into the change of life and what things we can do so we feel great every day. Yes. So with that, Dr. Delacruz, I wanted to mm-hmm. have you open up with, you know, how does the body balance these hormones? How are they produced in the body? Where do they come from? You know, well, when we think of hormones, especially yes. in Women's Week, we think, of course, more of the reproductive hormones, you know, estrogen, progesterone, yes. testosterone are, are the main ones. Right. Other real important hormones uh, would be insulin, which is huge, especially... Right. You know, high For insulin levels. For managing blood sugar right, levels. Right, but high insulin levels means you, you're going to put out more weight. Okay. You're moving towards diabetes. Yes. You're in a storage yeah, things mode. Things like that. Right. And of course, thyroid. We just, you know we talked earlier about thyroid. Yes. That's a, a big one too. Yes, that was but, in our first part. So if you're interested yeah. in hearing more about check the thyroid, out. check that uh, podcast out. So I, I wanted to say a little bit more about just the, the the female hormone. What we call the female hormones. Yes. Men have, by the way, men have estrogen and progesterone as well, but just not as much. Yes. And uh, I was actually explaining to mm-hmm. my support staff here that. When men become more overweight, they have higher estrogen levels. Yes. So they start manifesting man boobs. Right. Or moobs. We, that or was moves. my stuff that okay. are called moobs, right? Okay. No, and, but that's, that's a good, that's a real good point. Yeah, and women mm-hmm. get facial hair. They, they start can. with that, more right, testosterone. Sure. Right? Sure. So it's like it shifts. But sure. Yeah. Anyway. So let me give you just yes. a basic overview. What I always tell my patients is, be, you know, beware of Dr. Giaffo, you know. That means doctor doctor got it all figured out. Okay. Because a lot of these areas, especially anything chronic, you know, uh, it's not always 100% clear. So uh, what I like to share, here's what I've learned, and here's why I think this is true. Right. right? What have I found clinically? Right. So as far as hormones, really, a, a lot of the issues may begin more in, in the teens, okay? When, okay. You, when you see those young, your, the young daughters, you know, your friends with real severe cramps or yes. real heavy bleeding, that doesn't mean you need to get birth control pill, which which is what's often given, because okay. they, you know the regular doctors want to help you, and they may not know too much about 
hormones. Okay. But we're not trained that way. All right. Honestly, I came out of residency in 82. I didn't go to my first conference on bioidentical hormones till 2006. Wow. Okay. Okay. You're right. And so before that, I did what everybody else did. If your mother was having hot flashes, we gave her Premarin. If she didn't get better, we would just double it. We never even checked the level. I see. Okay. Okay. But going back to say the young, when you yes. see the young girls like having like, the, you know, they're having real heavy periods or having bad PMS, that usually means they're not making enough progesterone. That's ah. really what it means. Wow, okay. But, but they don't teach us that. All right. And then in the 30s, when your friends start ending up in the emergency room with panic attacks and anxiety attacks, depression, Yes. that's not a pharmaceutical deficiency. Many of those are also just lacking progesterone. I can't wait to share that. I have, I have. That's amazing because a lot of women, like especially in their thirties, they're still making estrogen, but they're not yes. making progesterone to balance that, and that leads to something called estrogen dominance. I so see. the estrogen is dominating not because you're taking too much estrogen in most cases, but because you're not making enough progesterone. Simple, so, and so, that could be that could be so easily fixed. Right. And and like I said, I, I don't like the pill myself because for one thing, when you start using estrogen in the oral form. That's when you get into trouble with blood clotting and, and problems like that. I see. You okay. Know? So really, progesterone has a huge impact. If you're not making enough progesterone as a young woman, mm-hmm. it can lead to these symptoms of panic attacks right. and um, well, just all the, what depression. What we call PMS. PMS. You know, those yeah. symptoms, like the way I ask patients, can you tell your period's coming? You know, because you right. don't feel right, you get irritable, you get sugar cravings. Well, those things are called PMS, premenstrual, oh, or symptoms, syndrome, be, yes. right, pre- symptoms before before the period, the, the period comes. Right. So that's the big one. And then when you get into your forties, as I said, as you get, well, let's back up mm-hmm. because how about when you're in your uh, fertile years and you are trying to have children? Well, again, if you progesterone, don't have, right, you don't exactly. have enough progesterone. If you don't have, an, and that's an easy one because it's so easy to correct. If you're not making enough progesterone, you could lose that You have pregnancy. a very hard time getting pre- right, a hard time getting pregnant, pregnant, or you will lose it. Yes, and that and and our doctors know that. But yes, you know they're what, very the, on top but of the that. The thing is, I encourage you. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Right. Uh, the other day, I told the ladies at that meeting. I yes. said, "Your gynecologists are not women's health specialists." They're women's surgery specialists. Right. If they were women's health specialists, they would be leading the field with all the information that women need to know about hormones, right. safety hormones. Okay. And and know and that, that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. And, and find somebody that that knows hormones. And right. most most of us don't. Most okay. of us uh, regular trained doctors just don't. Well, like there's fellowships uh, you can get and and in advanced education. So when you got uh, educated more in hormones in 2006, is there a certification or some kind of training that oh, they sure. should ask their but, doctor? Do you know? I went not, but when I went to that, I, it was put on by the uh, like an association of compounding pharmacists. The I peop- see. Now these guys really know their stuff. Right. They really they really do. Right. They, the real pharmacists of today are the ones that still make. Medicine, medicine, okay. not just simply dispense. And right. there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly, you need those people too, and That's right. they can be very helpful and informative. But um, I, I just want to cover a few big tests because. Okay. So. As again, as, as you get into your 30s, that's when your, your your hormone, if you were doing okay, with even without PMS, around your 30s, your progesterone starts to drop much faster than your estrogen, which again will not drop to the late 40s. Remember, the average yes. age for menopause is like 48. 48 so some people yes. go from 
you know, between early, early would be 45, late might be 55, right. things like that. Right. But, now, when some women go through, uh, let's say they're having trouble with fertility and they go through uh, in vitro and they have mm-hmm. to take all those hormones and stuff. If you go through a few cycles of that, does that precipitate menopause happening earlier? I, no, I, I don't think so. I okay. think one thing that surprises a lot of women that brings menopause earlier, if you get that hysterectomy and they say, oh, we're going to spare your ovaries and they do spare them. But unfortunately, you know, when they get in there and they tie off the blood vessels, they often tie off the blood vessels. They go to the ovaries. And they so end up dying. within a year, the ovary will dry up anyway. Oh, okay. Even though it was still there. So wow. people think, oh, I, I still I'm, have my I'm, I'm going to be okay for another 10 years. Right. No. Okay. No, you probably go, and, and that surprises them because all of a sudden they start having half flashes two or three years later instead I of see. eight years later. Wow. Because maybe a lot of women were getting hysterectomies for heavy bleeding, which I just hinted at, often can be remedied with just progesterone. Right. Honestly, honestly it, it's it's sad, but yeah. there's some reality. And this is what I mean about uh, if somebody that really knew women's health would bring that to you first rather right. than saying, look, I'm going to help you out by removing your uterus. But even doc- on Dr. Oz's show, a lot of that topic's been all over the place that we're doing way too many hysterectomies. Right. I'm not trying to you know, well, and criticize I wanna, anybody, but yes. know that there's other solutions. Well, there's other solutions and there's always a second opinion. Get one. I'll yes. tell you, I have a story to share and mm-hmm. it, it just... You know, I I mean, it makes me smile that I actually told my girlfriend to get a second opinion because she called me. She was having some abdominal bloating and she said, you know, do I look fat to you? And so she went to the doctor and he said, you have a tumor in your uterus. I'm going to have to take your uterus out. Well, she had just gotten married and she she called Mm -hmm. me and she said, what should I do? I want to have children. And I said, you know what? Get a second opinion. Yes. Just please get a second opinion. So she called me and this other doctor said, this tumor is on the outside of your uterus. I can go through your belly button and remove it and right. not touch your uterus. She Amazing. has three beautiful children. Thank this you. Day. Thank you. Yeah. I just say, you know, thank you for divine guidance mm-hmm. on that one because mm-hmm. she would not have had her own children yeah. right. or she would have had to use a surrogate maybe right. to, to have children. So yeah, get that a second opinion. It's very very well, these are the kind powerful. of ideas that, again, we need to inform people. Absolutely. And you need to learn more. Remember, doctors really are trying to help you. Yes. They may not always have the knowledge that you need at that point in time. I right. mean, there's some people that actually don't need a surgery, and I've seen the cases. They'll benefit from acupuncture, right. from the right acupuncture. And that's why there's specialists. Like there's right. specialists in, like, specific areas, mm-hmm. and right? Yeah. So let's let's move to the change of life. Ah, uh, yes. You know, and some of the things sure. that happen with women and the symptoms that they have, knowing that you're going through, obviously, your period stops. So that's, you well, know, pretty way before in your that. face. Yeah, that's not the, yeah, mo- before, most of the issues before, because surprisingly, you should know this, that uh, when you're... Uh, having hot flashes is not because you don't have estrogen. If that was the case, then all our grandmothers would still be hot flashing. Right. Hot That's flashes are, are really more about the fluctuation. It, you know, the, the ovaries the are starting to sputter, meaning oh. that they're not, it's not the steady stream anymore. Right. And it's that up and down okay. that causes you know, the actual like hot flashes. They're having like belch. They're like belching. Right. Well. Okay. But then over time, you know, things... Uh, as they go down, you, you eventually, when when the overall levels go down, right. then you're going to have to experience you experience other symptoms. But it may not even be the hot flashes. Like twenty percent of women never get a hot flash, but oh, rather that's not fair. Uh, where it's real important <laughs> is that you know that estrogen does protect your heart. Yes. That's why heart attacks in women generally begin like ten years after they begin in men. Right. But the biggest one now that I'm getting older is the brain. 
Okay. Okay. So estrogen is just very good for your the, brain. The brain circuitry. Okay. Okay. So that's something to consider as well. Like, why should I, you know, take bioidentical hormones? Not just to avoid hot flashes, because by the way, there are a lot of like good herbal treatments that that will help that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And there's other things we know that would help the brain. Well, as well. even through the diet, mm-hmm. I've been able to help right. women. Oh, you know that are having. Yes. That's that's serious so hot flashes and that kind of thing. I'll so. share this real briefly. When I first started doing hormones, like any good beginner, you want to help out, you know. Mm-hmm. Some women, I'd be chasing them, you know. I gave them this. They still had hot flashes. Okay, well, let's try this combination. And then they say, you know, I went on a yoga retreat for a whole week and I had no stress and we ate so good. I didn't have one hot flash. And that's when I, that's when I first that's started when to learn. That's when the light bulb went on. Right. That's yes. when I started to see, of course, how how stress. By the way, stress will make your menopause symptoms worse, yes. especially when you're starting to have them. Exactly. A- and diet. Diet right. is huge. Huge. There Absolutely. As well. It isn't Amazing. just, I need hormones. And right. you definitely be careful with going on to the, the usually prescribed ones. Because, for example, when I came out of medical, out of residency, nobody over 35 got the birth control pill. Yes. I see women in their 50s being given birth control pill. I know. Which puts them at very high risk for blood clots and other things. Okay. No, there's other things you can do. Look around. There's a lot of good women doing hormone therapy too. They really want to understand it even more than men. You know. Right. So is there? So basically, I think the takeaway for National Women's Health Week is make sure you get in to a physician that you know and trust. Ask that, your girlfriends. Ask your friends. Yeah. Ask your friends like who their favorite doctors mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm really loving. I I brought my mother-in-law to Doctor Marco Delacruz. Cruz, because I like his philosophies. I just want to thank you for coming today and sharing some information about hormones. And, you know, there's ways to balance them through diet, through de-stressing, mm-hmm. through hormone replacement therapies. But, you know, work with a team, physician, dietitian. Learn about it. There's a lot, way, yes, a lot of very good read books a lot out there, about honestly. It. There yep. A lot of good Educate women. yourself. You yeah. can never... Mm-hmm educate yourself too much. So I want to thank you for joining me today. How do our listeners get a hold of you? What's your website? It's wholehealthmdwellness.com. Wholehealthmdwellness.com. Okay. We added the wellness to get the dot com. But we're on Lincoln Avenue in in Lincoln Park. In Chicago. Yes. um, And you know what? You could get the phone number if you're out of state. You can get the phone number. And he probably knows other physicians that are doing what he's doing Mm -hmm. and can make referrals. So Sure. Again, I want to thank you for joining me today. My main well thing being. I always tell people, it yes. is stress management. It we're, is. We're so used to it. We, don't, we take it for granted. But oh, honestly, gosh. if you just change that part, everything else will change. Right. Especially the choices you right. make. Yes. You know, leave them. Yes. Quit the job. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so thank you for listening in and viewing Figure Facts for Life. We really want to help you to better fuel, nourish, and heal your body through foods you choose, through supplements, and just through your lifestyle. I'm your host, Roberta Gennaro, and ciao, ciao for now. 